Good morning. Welcome to Planet Chaos. I am your host, Brandon Chaos. Joining me today is Ed Giggity. Giggity, giggity. <laughs> that kid's a smart ass. Well, he's dead now. He's cleared your whole week. Good that job. was great. Oh, I'm so glad that happened. <laughs> Which one was that? It was Jaden. He's oh. he's on a birthday high. He just came back from his uh, from seeing his grandma. Okay. So he he forgets how we ruled the Iron Fist. He'll <laughs> need reminded during the break. That's great. <laughs> oh man. So uh, you weren't with us last week. We were supposed to be uh, a threesome last week. Giggity. But uh, there was no Ed Giggity. There wasn't. Uh, just like any other threesome, I just didn't show up. And then we were supposed to be a threesome again this week, and uh, Crash quit the show. Unfortunately. Uh, nothing personal, nothing against uh, either of us or the show. Uh, they just have uh, a lot going on in their professional and personal life. Uh, Crash is like just finishing up with you know their debut album. New band, uh, getting back into theater, and you know all that fun stuff. So, for right now, it's just you and me. Sorry about that. Sorry. <laughs> I apologize in advance. But it's, we wish them uh, good fortune in their future endeavors. It's on to bigger and better things, as, as I always say. The, uh, the show has... Survived many uh, personnel changes over the years. Yes. The show must go on. That's right. That's right. We're not. We're not like Led Zeppelin. When John Bonham dies, we just quit. You know. We're like. Uh, uh, I can't think of a band right now that just replaces people <laughs> all the time. <laughs> any 80s band that just replaces people all the time to the point where there's no original members left yeah that's how we roll yeah um so you weren't with us last week because you're watching wrestlemania how did that go i did it went great it was a good wrestlemania yeah yeah it was great stone cold came back for a match at the end on saturday night did he Vince drink? McMahon. Did he drink beer? Because I hear oh, Stone he Cold drank doesn't drink beer beers. anymore. Oh no, he drank his own. He has his own uh, broken skull lager or something like that. Well, I heard he quit drinking beer and he's a weed guy now. Big time weed guy. I don't know about that. I never heard about him being a big weed guy. I saw a video. I think it might have been from Joe Rogan. I don't know. Might have been from Joe Rogan because I've. I never see him say anything about weed. He's always just beer and whiskey. Yeah, he's got like his own weed company. Like all the celebrities do now. They have like their own weed thing. Now he lives in Texas. I don't think weed's legal in Texas, is it? Doesn't mean he doesn't grow somewhere else. Does he really live in Texas? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um... Here it is from the New York Post from 2018. Stone Cold Steve Austin gives up beer, and weed isn't helping. Mm, that was a while ago. Yeah. 
yeah, he had his own podcast where he said that he gave up booze for his new health regimen. I mean, he looked great uh, when he was when he was out there. He still moved around pretty good. He tried weed for a while, and it wasn't working out for him. Yeah. Yeah, he said, he said, it just brought me down, so dope was never my thing. I was an alcohol guy. I liked whiskey, tequila, vodka, beer. Yeah, he's always been a drinker. So people are just drinkers, man, you know? Yeah. Like, I prefer to drink. Well, I tell you what, an edible is really a very efficient way to get high. That's what I keep hearing. Eat, eat a fucking gummy bear, and that's it. You're good for the night. <laughs> yeah, I. You know, I, I'm. I'm not a big fan of just sitting at home and getting fucked up. That was never my thing. Yeah, I. I, I like going out too, but the prices have gone up so much. Like, it's impossible. Like, I can buy a whole fifth jack for, like, 25, 30 bucks. But you go out and have two or three shots, you're almost at that, you know? Yeah, see, I I can't drink to just drink. I'm, I'm actually, like, the quintessential social drinker. In that, like, if I go out to drink with my friends, if, if... The night's going well. Everybody's having fun. It's a good time. I'll drink more. So the more fun we're having, the more everyone else is drinking, the more I'm going to drink. But if it's kind of a lame time, nobody's having fun, you know, shit's pretty weak, then, yeah, I'm probably not going to drink a whole lot. I might have a drink or two and go home. That's always been how I, I drank. I'm more of a social drink. I've never been someone who would just sit at home and drink. I even hated going to house parties. I always felt like See, I'm at someone's house and I'm just drinking and there's no, like, no party. I'd rather be at someone's house drinking than out of a bar. And I'm me, man. Like, I, I want, you know, like, some live entertainment, too. Like, you know, maybe a couple girls on a pole, a <laughs> band, a DJ, dancing, something, you know? See, I, I like the house party because it's a smaller clique of people. It depends, because like, I've been to some massive house parties, though. Yeah, but Especially I mean, it's, out west. it's a more lenient way to, like, if something goes down, you have a better way to escape. You can get away with a lot more shit, you know? Not always. You take off running through someone's woods, your car's still out there. True, but same thing with the bar, though, you know? I don't know, I, I think I think the house party like see I never was a drink at home person until I got older with the kids here. Yeah. But like sometimes on a Friday night or Saturday night, like when it's been a long week, like and it's like around like nine or ten, like I'll make myself a Jack and Coke. But when I make it, I make one drink and it's like huge. Yeah. And recently, like the last couple times, like it's barely knocking me. Like, like I don't get like fucked up drunk, you know? Yeah. Like, it just kind of chills me, you know? It's either an experience or age thing. I don't know how that works. I don't know. Like, I, I just always thought of drinking as, like, something that enhances 
what's already oh, yeah. down, you know? So if you're, you know, out at a dance club and you're having fun, it enhances the fun. It definitely enhances my dancing. At least I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, I made more studio upgrades to, uh, to accommodate crash. And then also like if we were to get somebody else in here, like I got a, you know those older desks that have like the big top on them. The ones that like they fold over, like they kind of like. No, 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 not like. No, 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 like the ones that like are tall. They're like the real tall desk with like the shelves up top. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, like the, the one small. that old people use as a computer desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I got yeah. one of those. Oh nice. So I have that set up over here. I'm I'm actually gonna move it because I don't like where it's where it's at right now. Um. Yeah, I even got another computer in here too. So oh, we, nice. Yeah, so that we could do, the, so that we get like uh, crash in on the video. Yeah, I saw a couple of clips from last week. Yeah. It looked good. Yeah, the audio sucked because we we were actually relying on you to tell us how the audio was on your end because we weren't able mm. to hear the output on it. Uh, but yeah, we were using those USB mics, but because we were so close to each other. They were feeding back off of each other and giving that weird echo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why we didn't get much good video last week. Yeah, I mean, the, the yeah, I know. I remember because I, I saw the video Monday morning. I was like, uh-oh. Yeah. And so I messaged you. And then I, then I listened to on, on where we get our podcast on any platform there. And I was like, oh, okay. The audio there is fine. It's just the video audio. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I, I tested the audio when I uh, when I was mixing everything. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, it was an experiment doing the Zoom in the same room, you know? Mm -hmm. We know now. No, you might have to do. Worked. Also, instead of doing it all in that room, go to that left side of that room, that little cubby right there. Just extend like a, and put it there instead. I was actually put your cables through thinking the wall. about maybe moving over there because it's a bigger space. I mean, depending, you could put a plexiglass window right there, too. That would require me to cut out a portion of that wall. Yeah, as long as you don't cut through the studs, it should yeah. be fine. Yeah. There's uh, possibilities. Uh, we're also going to be looking for another person to add to the show, maybe two, possibly. It's a lot of people. Get like a, get like a whole... You know, almost like a round table sort a of thing panel? we had back in the day. Yes. I mean, at one time, we had five of us with other people that would pop in from time to time. But it worked. You know, nobody talking over each other. It wasn't like The View where we were all, like, talking over each other and shit. That'd be fun. Yeah. Get more personalities. That's what we need. That's why, why I, I thought Crash was a great fit, because of, you know, just three completely different personalities get different spins on on different stuff. You know. Yeah. But we'll we'll find somebody. It'll work out. It always does. I'm also gonna be focusing on guests here pretty soon too. Uh, because I'm still. 
really far behind on my video projects and shit. Uh, but I'm going to try to get emails out for guests this week. Oh, that'd be fun, yeah? Yeah. I, I had one almost in the bag a few weeks ago. Uh, someone that was coming into town at, at the Robbins Theater. But then, like, it kind of fell apart the last minute, so... I was pretty excited about that one, too. Oh, that's right! I forgot all this stuff's opening back up now. Yeah. We gotta go, we gotta go to Sunrise sometime. If that guy's ever in town, he, like, lives in Florida, and he's not in town all the time. It's just, It's a whole hassle getting a hold of that guy. Let's see. We'll work on that. Yeah. So, uh... After the Oscars, I was really hoping this whole Will Smith thing would die out pretty quick. But man, that slap is just the gift that keeps on giving, isn't it? At, like Chris Rock says, it's the greatest night of television, man. Greatest night of television. Well, it, it happened and, you know, Chris Rock kind of passed it off. was like, okay... I'm not going to make any more Jada jokes, whatever, you know. Uh, and he declined to press charges. Uh, but the Academy had to do something because it happened live on TV. Oh, yeah. Uh, so he originally resigned from the Academy, which means basically just means he can't vote for the Oscars. Uh, big fucking deal, right? Um, but then the Academy decided they were going to take it a step further and they have banned him from attending the Oscars for 10 years. What just slap on the wrist? I mean, saves him from sitting through that whole fucking ceremony. Yeah. And of course, um, nothing against the black community, but then they turned it into a race thing. Uh, they started with the what-about-isms. They're like, well, what about Harvey? What about Roman? Uh, All their stuff was do done in private, not well, at the here, actual event. Here's That's the why. thing, though. That their argument is Will Smith was banned from the Oscars because it happened and he just happened to be a black man. Uh, that's not the case. Um, because Harvey Weinstein and Roman Polanski have actually been banned from the Oscars. Yeah. Um, there's a total of eight people that have been banned from the Oscars. Um, and here's the thing. Like, with athletes that get accused of sexual misconduct... You know, the Oscars look at it like, if there's accusations, we really can't do anything about it. So there was accusations yeah. about Harvey for years. For years. I mean, it, it started out with just, I, I think it was Rose McGowan, I believe, was the first one that came out and said something. But people just kind of brushed it off because... She's kind of had a reputation for being a nut job ever since, you know, the whole Marilyn Manson thing went down. Um, so nobody really took it seriously until all these other women started coming out and it was investigated. And when he was finally convicted, they said, okay, 
you know, we need to ban him from the Oscars. Which is fine. He's going to spend the rest of his life in prison anyway, so it's not like he's going to yeah. attend. Uh, Roman Polanski, uh, he was convicted of raping a 13-year-old girl in 1977 and was convicted and he fled to Poland and has been hiding out in Poland ever since and still making fucking movies. Mm-hmm. In fact... In 2001, he won an Oscar for Best Director for The Pianist. <laughs> it, wasn't until, Hi, it wasn't until, I think, 2018 when they finally said, hey, we, we got to ban this guy. It was actually the same year that they banned Cosby. But of the... Eight people that are banned from the Oscars, only two of them are black guys. Three of them have been for sexual assault. Yeah, three three of them have been for sexual assaults. Uh, One of them was for uh, pimp slapping Chris Rock. The rest were pretty much just trash talking the Oscars. Yeah, he he walked up and fucking smacked the guy on broad. I mean, like... Yeah, Chris Rock. I mean, he's not getting enough credit. Like, yeah, he did a he did a joke. And maybe he didn't know about the alopecia thing. Maybe he did. I didn't think it was that bad of a joke. But when you start yeah. setting a precedent that it's okay to smack a comedian while he's performing, that's not good. Like, it's not it's not a place where we should be going. As we shouldn't be okaying that. Yeah. We shouldn't be like, hey, just because you make a bad joke, you get the shit slapped out of you. Yeah. Now, if you're at a bar. Or you're in private or something like that. If you're down floor level with people, yeah, smack the shit out of someone. But if that person's up on a stage performing, getting paid to perform, and they're just trying to perform and they mess up, you shouldn't smack them. Well, you know, you, you should know. say something to them. You can tweet about it, cancel them, do all that shit. But you should never get up and just smack them like that. You know, the the big thing is he went up on stage and smacked. Them. Yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the big thing. Um, but what he really should have done was just taken him aside later on and said, hey, man, that joke was out of line. Could you lay off? But that's not that's not the first time that he's taken shots at Jada. Remember a few years ago when uh, everyone was complaining that there were too many white nominees for the Oscars? Mm-hmm. And Jada was saying she was going to boycott it. And Chris Rock made the joke, Jada boycotting the Oscars is like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. I wasn't invited. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, so it's not the first time he's and, taken and shots And he busted her balls about uh, the multiple relationships she's had, too. Yeah. You know, the whole weird thing, like, I saw it, like, he was laughing in the beginning. Yeah. And then she shot him a look. Yeah, and then he... Decided he to had to do something. Anyone is married that has a sense of humor is married to someone that has a different sense of humor than them. You know this. From they experience. know that look. I, I get that look at least once or twice a week. <laughs> you know, like yeah, I I get my full name called Edward when I try to make a bad joke that you don't appreciate. You know, so we all I know that pain. But you just can't go up and smack someone in the face like that. That's no, performing. You can't. And the Oscars, you know, 
Like, you got to give credit to Chris Rock. Like, he didn't hit him back. He went, oh, Will Smith smacked the shit out of me. Yeah. Like, he fucking, <laughs> he ironed chin. He fucking took it. Yeah. I mean, that was a loud-ass slap. Yeah. And he just fucking shrugged it like nothing. I mean, you know, sometimes people forget Will Smith, you know, he grew up in Philly. He wasn't always, you know, a pampered Hollywood kid. Yeah. But I, I don't know, man. It's... I think it was one of those things where she gave him a look and he kind of reacted and, you know, he reacted to his wife and maybe he had a couple of drinks in him, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But you can't set that precedent. It's okay to smack someone when they're performing or even after they're performing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, a, a stern talking to is what he should have yes. gotten. I don't think it was grounds for assault, even, you know, at a bar or a party or something. I don't think. No. And, you know, Comedians insult people. That's what they do. That's part of their job. And yeah, if you're, in, if you're in that room land. and you're a famous person, you're going to be a target, especially sitting right up front like that. Everyone's fair game. There's, there should never be a censorship on who or what you can joke about. One of my most famous favorite comedians of all time, George Carlin, talked about that. Yeah. Where you, you have to be able to joke about everything. There, there can't be... Oh, you can joke about this and this, this, but not this. You can't. Say, there's, it's got to be 100 percent free. And if you like it, you like. It. If you don't, it's just a joke. Move on. You know, it's not serious. And let's not forget, like he wasn't maliciously being mean to her. Don Rickles made a whole career out of insulting Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin. Oh yeah, if you ever go back and watch some of those roasts, oh, he did. Man. He dropped some good racist jokes too. Oh yeah, towards Sammy Davis so, Jr. Yeah. Yeah, him and uh, who else? Um, Rodney Dangerfield was also good yeah. at being a real. He was. He had some jokes, you know. And yeah. uh, a lot, a lot of people. Some people are into like Anthony Jeselnik. That guy. Even sometimes I'm like, whoa. Yeah. But it's a certain type of humor. It's a niche humor. You either like it or you don't. You know. Yeah. So uh, yesterday, the. Uh Football world lost a, a great quarterback, man. I see your background there. Yep, that points wrong way. I'm yeah. not good. <laughs> I refuse to remember year. him as a Steeler. Huh? Yeah, I refuse to remember him as a Steeler. I'll always remember him as a Ohio State quarterback. <laughs> what about a, he was a commander too? Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> he was drafted by the Commanders. He was the Washington football team. <laughs> it was the Washington football team at that time, yes. Yes. <laughs> That's going to oh, be so man. much. I'm finally getting used to saying Guardians. Yeah? Was it weird yes. Was it weird watching the first game? I didn't, I watched today, and okay. they tore up today. Yeah? It was, today was their first win as the Guardians. It was so weird. But MLB The Show, which is like a baseball game, Came out last week, and I've been playing, and it's still weird. It's seeing weird them seeing the Guardians. Guardians. Yeah. Yeah. Like you look at like. Are you getting you used to it at all though? Field. Huh? Are you getting used to it at all? Yeah, I mean, I will. You know, you get used to changes. It just happens over time. I really think they should have done something better and like yeah. different colors, like a whole. If they had an opportunity to completely change everything. That's that's what I they feel about like the commanders. Rockers. You know, they could have been like the rockers had like had like neon colors and shit. You know, like dude, look, look really cool. 
the, have really uh, cool uniform designs. The Buzzards logo looked really sweet. They were going to call yeah. themselves the Buzzards. That was so cool, but they just couldn't get the permission from iHeartMedia to, to do it. Oh, because of WMMS? Yeah, it's WWM, or yeah, WMMS's uh, logo. Yeah. yeah. That would look cool. But that would look cool because, you know, the Buzzard is an iconic Cleveland radio station. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so. Was it 100.7 or something like that? Yeah. Or 107? Yeah, 100. Yeah. 100. Like, even I remember. I don't even listen to radio anymore, and I remember it. Yeah. Everybody knows. I mean, it's been, you know, uh, an important rock station in the country for over 50 years. Yeah, they could have went back to the Spiders. They could have. It was a different franchise. Yeah, but I mean, they could have. They could have went back to the Spiders. They could have back. They could have done anything other than. Guardians. Sp- Spiders like, was a different franchise. It wasn't their original name or anything. No, I know, but I mean, they could have. They could have done anything. They could have been the Trout, you know, the Lake Erie Trout. You yeah. know, I don't care what they were. Uh, so, the uh, the Grammys were last week, and yes. uh, you know that. I, as much as I dislike award shows, the Grammys are usually better than the Oscars. Um, Performances are a lot nicer. Yeah. Well, Fewer people getting slapped in the face. The Oscars tend to just pick these stupid, weird movies every year that so many of them just nobody's ever heard of. They don't actually pick what's actually the best of the best. Um. The Grammys kind of uh, kind of uh, encompass what's actually popular. You know, the stuff that's actually in the mainstream. Um, like every year, the Oscars, I have no fucking clue who, what any of these movies are that are nominated. Yeah. But the Grammys, I'm usually pretty familiar with what's you know, hip, what's popular. Um, there was a lot of cool performances. Uh, Silk Sonic, Olivia Rodrigo, Olivia Rodrigo, Jay Balvin, BTS, Lil Nas X, Billie Eilish, uh, Lady Gaga, you know, John Batiste. Some of the... That you cleaned up that night, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um... But yeah, there's you. There, I mean, these you know, each of these categories have a ton of, of nominees. I mean, record of the year. There's what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten nominees for record of the year. Uh, Silk Sonic took that one. Uh, album of the year was John Batiste, and you know I had never heard of that guy until uh, he did the soundtrack for Soul. Yeah, he was. He's been a long time house band leader for Stephen Colbert, so I knew him. Okay, yeah, I don't watch. And Stephen yeah, Colbert. he did the soul thing, and then he just come out of nowhere. Like, he's such a like a good like. He has that good person shine to him. If that makes sense, like yeah. you know, you meet someone, you're like, that's a good fucking person. I wish I could be more like that person. Yeah, he seems like. A but cool I can't. Dude. Yeah, he's like really like humble and like. He shines. He's like a bright, like, nice person. Yeah. 
Um, song of the year was Silk Sonic. Uh, best new artist, Olivia Rodrigo. Uh, best pop solo performance was Olivia Rodrigo. Uh, best pop duo group performance was Doja Cat and SZA. Uh, best pop vocal album was Olivia Rodrigo. She cleaned up too, it seems like. Yeah. Uh, best rock performance was Foo Fighters. That was set up. <laughs> Didn't someone from the Foo Fighters something just die? Yeah, the drummer. That's what I'm saying. It was set up. They also won best yeah. rock song. Although I can't really say that the other stuff was that was nominated was much better. I mean, yeah, you had Weezer, uh, Kings of Leon, Mammoth, WVH, and Paul McCartney were who they were up against for best rock song. I didn't know Weezer was doing new things. Yeah, best rock album was Foo Fighters. I didn't even know they had a new one. Yeah, they did a really weird like death metal album. Um, what else we got here? It's best rap performance was Baby Keem featuring Kendrick Lamar. I've never heard of that one, Baby Keem. Mm-mm. Uh, I probably know from TikTok though. Best melodic rap performance was Kanye West featuring The Weeknd and Lil Baby. What is melodic rap? I don't know. It's a new term. I don't know. Best rap album um, was Tyler the Creator. Like, yeah, there's so many like the the Grammys encompasses like every genre of music. They even have categories for American roots. Which Okay, let, let's just be 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 honest here though. American roots music isn't really a real genre. It's just country music that isn't real hickish. That's all it really is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Why would you call it that? American Roots? Like, it's... Yeah. It's country music, but it's not all like, you know, my dog ran away, I love my tractor sort of music. Um, they have blues, bluegrass, folk. <clears throat> I'm reggae. That's got it wrong. Global music, children's, spoken word. Pop uh, rap. That's what that means. Oh, pop okay. rap, also called pop or hip-hop, hip-hop, a lot of hip-hop. And then the big controversy from the Grammys was Louis C.K. winning Best Comedy Album. Did he get told for whacking off or something? Yeah, yeah I like, guess he has a thing for beating off in front of chicks. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, if you gotta separate the art from the artist sometimes. Oh yeah, I just don't think he's funny. I think he he has his moments. You know, he has his moments. But I mean, if it outsold not performed everyone else, he deserves a reward. You know. Yeah, I guess. It's one of those things where it's like they they even have like classical and opera music. Wow. Well, it's the type of music, you know, you gotta... Well, yeah, I know. It's just, it's just crazy, like, how many categories they get into with it. And most of it's not televised. 
Well, music is a spectrum, so I mean, you got to oh, go yeah. with the whole spectrum, you know. Yeah, but most of it's not televised. They usually televise just the big ones that people really. The care pop about. stuff that they get ratings for, yeah. 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 No one's gonna tune in three hours early for the best children's musical about an inanimate object. You yeah. know, no one's gonna no one gives a fuck about that. Yeah. Although I really, I really thought Wheels and a Bus get the Lifetime Achievement Award this year, but it didn't. <laughs> they gave it that damn star. SpongeBob deserves a Grammy. <laughs> SpongeBob deserves a Grammy. Yeah. Yes, yeah, for the Campfire song. Yes. <laughs> So, uh, weather's starting to get nice. <laughs> yeah, for about ten minutes. Dude, it's crazy. Like, it'll be nice for, like, a day or two, and then it's freezing for, like, a week. I finally I, 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 I finally said fuck it Wednesday and went out and cut my grass. At least the front. The back was way too wet to cut, but it, it needs it. The whole yard needs yeah. it. Yeah. Even just since cutting it Wednesday, the front needs it again. Well, it's because it's been, it's been so wet and damp. That's why. Yeah. It's either been raining or sleeting or snowing and melting the next day. It's crazy. It was nicer today than it was yesterday, though. It's yeah. Yesterday, I was outside talking, and I was, like, having snowballs bounce off of him. What yeah. the hell? It's and then it hailed yesterday. This week, so I'm looking forward to that. I didn't know if it was hail or snow. I was like, no, nah, it's just really hard pieces of snow. It's not hail, it's snowing. <laughs> I think it was hail. It was crazy. Yeah, it was. It was hail. But yeah, weather's been so crazy. Like, I'm telling you, it's it's the way we keep track of time. It's flawed. Here. Yeah. Like, right now, it's not really April. It's still, like, the end of March. Weather-wise, yeah, it's like in end of March. I don't know. I just I remember last year, the first week of March, it was like in the upper 80s. I was out uh-huh. doing a ton of yard work. Like me and my stepson took down a tree that week. I did a bunch of landscaping, and then April, it was cold as shit. And we even had we even had a snowstorm at the beginning of May last year. Yeah. I'm really hoping that doesn't happen again this year. No. I mean, the extended I, I forecast think... is looking like it's going to stay in the 60s and 70s, so I'm happy about that. Yeah, I was just about to look at that. Hey, did you happen to watch the Masters at all this weekend? No. No? I'm, I'm middle-aged white, but I'm not that middle-aged white. I don't watch no. golf. I, I think today was the last day for it, wasn't it? Yeah, um, I know Tiger Woods did really well. He almost, he made it into the third day. I didn't see something about that. I didn't see who won, though. I don't really pay attention to golf too much. Um, let's see. Looks like... Scotty Sheffer won. Oh, yeah. I have no fucking idea who that is. <laughs> he like, I don't think I can name is, five well, he's, golfers. Like, currently ranked number one. Wait, no, this isn't even right. 
Oh, yeah, it is right. Okay, so he did win. Okay. But he's also ranked number one in the world right now, too. Uh, let's see. I'm not seeing Tiger in the top ten. Uh, no, I, I did see something where he, he did really well. Like, he almost made it to the final cut. Where he fought back. He... It's just two rounds. Woods placed 47th. With six over par, and thirteen over. Wow, he went par. over. Ooh, yeah, six and thirteen over. You went. Oh, wait, you can do that at a tournament. I thought they'd throw you out. If you don't go under. Oh no. Or at least even. In the top uh, twenty-seven, we're all uh, under par, and then after that, they were all over par. Ugh. How much did he win? Did he get any winnings for just for showing up and doing that? I think it's just uh, just a pot. At the end, uh, winner takes all. Eleven point five million dollars to Scotty Sheffer. That's fucking crazy. I wonder where Dustin Johnson placed. He was tied at tw in twelfth. Got distracted by that uh, hot ass Gretzky bitch that he's banging. Yeah. I don't know how you could get any golfing done when you're staring at her all day. Ah, uh, you know, it, you get used to it after a while once you have it. <laughs> I just it's wish, like a new TV. I wish like he the first week have, you're uh, like, oh look how cool it is, look how cool. I wish he wouldn't later, have deprived like, the rest yeah. of us of seeing them titties though. Yeah, you know. He put his foot down on the whole agree. Playboy shoot. She's just get OnlyFans. She can make she can make what he what that guy won in like a week. Just if he let her do an OnlyFans, dude. Just based on the fact that she's Wayne Gretzky's daughter, that alone. Yeah, she'd be making two three million a week on OnlyFans. I mean, you've seen the the steamy shit she posts on Instagram. Occasionally, yes. Man. Not on purpose, though. Uh, I don't go searching uh, for her, but... Of course. Every once in a while, like, Snapchat story things, you know, at the end of Snap, like, we can see every friend's stories and try to advertise this shit. Yeah. Every once in a while, a news article will pop up with her steamy new chat that has the internet a buzz. I'm like, well, you piqued my interest. <laughs> you had me at steamy. Jesus. Um, you see the Cavs made the, the play-in tournament? The what? The play-in tournament for the playoffs. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Cavs are in the playoffs? No way. Well, they're in the play-ins. What does that mean? The final round before the playoffs. It's like, it's kind of like the equivalent to the wild card in the NFL. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There you go. No, no. I don't yeah. really follow basketball too often. Yeah, the play-in is... It's like the uh, the teams that are on the cusp of getting into the playoffs. They play each other. Whoever wins moves on to the playoffs. It's called the play. Is it a tournament. one and done, or is it like a yeah? It's one and done. Series yeah, yeah, no, it's okay. one and done. Yeah, that's cool. So the Cavs made it. They are a game away from being in the playoffs without LeBron. Yeah. I think was it the last? I did notice this year that every time I saw the thing drop, my, my notifications for sports that it said Cavs win, Cavs killed like, it, man. Forty-four games this year. 
They yeah. they weren't even uh, expected to win thirty. <clears throat> so yeah, they got, just comes together, man. So then LeBron's gonna come back next year and fuck it all up. You ready for that? That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> How many years before his son's able to play in the NBA? At least another seven or eight. I don't think he's even in college yet, is he? I think he's a junior in high school. Junior, senior. You got to do at least one year in college now, right? Or two? I think it's one year. Yeah, one or two years in college. He'll probably. I bet you LeBron will make him go to college for a full four. I don't think so, because... I bet he'll make him graduate. LeBron has already said he wants to play with his son in Cleveland for at least a year before he retires. That would be crazy. Yeah. I don't think it's ever been done, has it? What, father and son on the same team? Yeah. What? LeBron played on the Cavs with his dad. Well, he didn't know his dad, or he didn't have a thing with his dad. I had to think about that for a minute. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. He didn't? His dad wasn't a basketball player. Okay, his stepdad. Maybe a stepdad, but not his... Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I call bullshit on that one. There's no way. I never heard that. It was, um, fuck is his name? Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, there's, yeah, I don't think there's ever, there's very few sports that's happened. I think, didn't Ken Griffey Jr. do that with his dad? I don't think so. Didn't his dad? I think that's the only one I can think of. His dad played for the Reds his whole career, didn't he? Yeah, until I think they played together in Seattle. I don't think so. Hold on. Delonte West, by the way, that was the one that was banging LeBron's mom. So there was oh. always that joke that Delonte West was uh, was LeBron's dad. Ken Griffey Sr. Um, he played with the Reds. Oh, he didn't play with the Reds his whole career. He played with the Mar- Mariners from 90 to 91, so I guess... He would have played with his son then. Right? Yeah, that's why that's only when I can think of professional sports. Let me see. I'm not getting what I want here. I that's the only one I can ever think of. I've see, I see seven just in the NBA alone. Wait. No, hold on. Not at the same time. 
Looking for ones that played at the same time. Come on. There we go. Uh, let's see. We have... The Griffey pair was one of the more unique situations. Played a month together. Uh, Bobby and Brett Hall. Gordy Howe and his sons Mark and Marty played together for the Hartford Whalers. Uh, yeah, I got a list here. Uh, and the, and Bobby the, and Brett Hall. That's hockey. Barry and Bobby Bonds. They didn't play at the same time. Yeah. Barry 55 with a 14. Yeah. Oh. Arch oh, no, wait. You know what? That might be right because it said Archie and Peyton and Eli. They weren't yeah. ever on the scene. Um. I did see where Ken Griffey Jr. and the Earnhardts, Dale and Dale Jr. Dale Senior. That doesn't count. That's not a sport. That's an activity. Uh, in the 1920s, Ted and Charles Nesser played together uh, in the NFL. Uh, that's the only one that's ever happened in the NFL. Kobe yeah, I can't think of a father and son. Kobe came close to playing with his father. Missed it by about four years. So I mean, this is this this would be unique because other than Ken Griffey Jr. and Ken Griffey Sr., we've never heard of any of these fucking people. No. So. Yeah. Yeah, say it would be. It would definitely be a first. Yeah, because I mean, LeBron's one of the biggest names in NBA history. Uh, his son will probably end up being another Zion, a big old draft bust. I don't know enough about basketball to shit talk Zion, so I don't know. Oh, he's terrible. Probably the biggest draft bust in, in NBA history. Guy's been in the league uh, two years now. He's been injured for most of it. Is that the other ball kid? No, Zion Williamson plays for uh, New Orleans. He was, oh. I mean, he, coming out of college, he was said to be the next LeBron. And he's just been injured most of the time. There's been a lot of good people come out of colleges, get injured the first couple of years, and never quite, are never quite the same. <clears throat> yeah. All right. It's, it's um, got to be a hard transition going from college to pro. It's oh, absolutely. That's why, like, you know, you, you see a lot of college players. Best and, you see a lot of college players come to to the pros, and they're awful. You know, yeah. a lot of a lot of great college players will come into the pros and just be awful. And then you have guys that didn't do shit in college who come out and are playing forever and doing phenomenal. A fine example of that is Tom Brady. Yeah. You know, he did he, – wasn't he like fifth-string quarterback in college? No, he played. He started a couple – he started. He started a couple games, but I but believe he was, he never, was actually fifth-string his senior Yeah, he year. started. He worked his way up. He was and, uh, he was terrible in college just, though. He was a six round pick. Nobody yeah. wanted the guy. Bill Belichick took a chance, and he ended up having a lengthy career that 
I guess we're gonna see a third chapter two here pretty soon. Oh yeah. Um. But then you have somebody like Johnny Manziel, who was yeah. predicted to be one of the greats coming out of college. You know, this guy was gonna be. You know, he was going to be the guy to bring the Super Bowl to Cleveland, and he was going to be an MVP, future Hall of Famer. He was called a future Hall of Famer when he was still in college, and look at him now, trying to start yeah, a new what? career as a pro golfer. Their fucking staff fucked him. He was not that bad of a quarterback. They, no. they tried to change him. They tried to change what he did, and they fucking held the kid back to put too much pressure on him. They, they tried to make him do things outside of his skill set. And, you know, and since it, the Browns have been back, they have – I believe fucked up a lot of quarterbacks that had potential. Colt McCoy oh, yeah. is another good example. Brady Quinn. Brady Quinn. Yeah. Johnny Manziel, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. They fucked him this that last year. They, they yeah. there should not be a quarterback controversy for Baker. Yeah. They made him play hurt. Or well, they didn't have the balls to tell him to sit that's down. That's the thing. He didn't want to sit out and the Coaching staff was like, oh, okay, whatever, you know, that's fine. You can you can continue exactly. playing, and fuck up our season. It's cool. And then, you know, when he finally said, okay, I'm t- I'm sitting out the last game. They're like, oh, look at this motherfucker giving up on his team. He fucked our whole season by playing injured. You let him play injured. You know, as a yeah. coach, you could, you know, he he says, hey, no, I'm gonna play injured. You could say, no, sit your ass down. It's Keenum time. Yeah. Let him run through the show for two, three weeks. Yeah. Rest that shoulder. There was three or four games in a row there that were easy wins. They could have just let him rest. Yeah. But no, they pushed him too far, and now we're in this fucking situation. Yeah, and now you you guys have a whole new set of quarterbacks to fuck up their careers. You got Deshaun yeah. Watson, Jacoby Brissett, and Josh Dobbs. We still have Baker, too. Yeah. That's well, the thing. They're, they're, in a, they're in a tough spot. They're in a really tough spot because they gotta pay him for another year. Yeah, if he uh, sits. See, I don't know why they got all these other quarterbacks. It should just suck. Okay, it's Watson and Baker. Sometimes Watson, we got Baker. Yeah, that's, Baker, that's what they should have stuck with. The thing is, with. though, Baker is not going to be anybody's backup, guaranteed. Yes, he is. There's no starting jobs out there for him right now. He's, None. He's gonna Kaepernick it. He's going to say, I'm a starter yeah. or I'm out of the you league. You see how good that worked out for Kaepernick? I don't Who's know, he with man. This year? Bet you he signs with, with Seattle. I was going to say, I heard Seattle. I've been, saying it, I've been saying it for years. Seattle wants him. They wanted him as a backup to Russell Wilson. He said, no, I'm Russell's not going to be gone. a backup. Now he's saying, you know what? I'd take a backup job if somebody offered it to me. But I quarterbacks also, get hurt all the time. There's no quarterback that goes through the entire season without getting hurt. Yeah, for and, at least half a game or anything. But who's who's Seattle's starting quarterback now? Drew Locke. Yeah. Pete Carroll's doing the dance right now. He's looking to see what he could possibly draft at QB. If there's nothing available available for him to draft at QB, he's starting Kaepernick. He's gonna sign him to a one year contract and say. I don't know if he'd Let's start see him, what but you I mean, got, he'll kid. definitely give him a chance. Yeah. He won't you, start him. If if they can't draft a QB, you really think they're going to start Drew Locke or uh, 
Uh, who's the other guy they got? Um, shit. Who's their other? Who's the guy that I was backing up Wilson? He played while Wilson was injured this year. Shit. Hold on. Seahawks quarterback. Uh oh wait they don't have I guess they don't have him anymore. Yeah I don't I don't know who they have. They have I think, Drew Locke and Jacob Eason. Yeah who the fuck is Jacob Eason? I've never heard of him. No. Uh. So. Yeah so their best bet is to sign Kaepernick. Yeah. Or go after Baker. I, I I think they've made it clear they don't want Baker. No. Nobody wants Baker until free agency. They don't want to take on his salary. Yeah. That's the thing. The couple teams what we're gonna trade, but Baker's like I'm not taking a pay cut. Yeah. Which is stupid. What? Nah, I wouldn't at, either. Fuck it, pay look, me. Look at guys that take pay cuts. They win Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. You know people people said, you know, for years, look at Stafford. What a great quarterback he is. And Detroit's holding him back. No, when he was in Detroit, he was holding himself back by three years in a row being the highest paid quarterback in the league. They couldn't get any talent around him because he was sucking up too much cap space. He goes to L.A., takes a bit of a pay cut, and guess what? Wins a Super Bowl first year. Brady, you know, he's famous for taking pay cuts, too. Yeah, Roethlisberger. He's never been the highest-paid quarterback. Roethlisberger has never been the highest-paid quarterback, either. A lot of the greats you think of, like, yeah, they, they're they not the highest-paid. No, Drew Brees. I don't think, yeah. Drew Brees has never been a top-paid quarterback. Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, Phillip Rivers, they've never made big bucks. But so look who's consistently getting more and more money. Aaron Rodgers. What, he won a Super Bowl, what, 12 years ago? Yeah, once. He won it once. Yeah. As before, he was the highest paid, though. Yeah, he decided he wanted to be the highest paid after that, and look where mm-hmm. he is now. Yeah. That's the thing. That's, that's what a lot of these guys don't understand, that, okay, you want to be the highest paid, but that means that you can't afford nice You can't afford toys, talent, you know? yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in a few minutes. Stay tuned. Head on over to planetchaosradio.com and check out our new merch store. You can grab yourself a t-shirt, hoodie, stickers, pillows, and more. You can also get Brandon's book, Bedtime Stories, there as well. That is planetchaosradio.com.
WrestleMania earlier, and you didn't really talk much about it. Was it not that exciting this year? Oh, no, it was. It was very exciting. I was just reading in the room. Oh, oh I gotcha. Um, well, I yeah. heard uh, Logan Paul made an appearance. Logan Paul did. Him and The Miz went up against Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio, which, ironically, going back to our last segment, is the first father and son tag team champions. Oh, yeah. Um, Anyway, Logan Paul's fucking douche. I don't like Logan Paul at all. Most people don't like but, him. That's uh, weird. He, like, this he dude... came out to the ring with a Pokemon card. It's I like heard. one of the rarest Pokemon like, cards it, ever. He was wearing it, it as like a medallion millions. or something, right? I mean, it's fucking expensive. It's he's a like flex, but I see why. He's like a huge fucking nerd. Like, isn't that how he got his start? Was like, he was going on YouTube and just talking about Pokemon and shit like that. And then he just out of nowhere starts challenging people to boxing matches. Like, wasn't he, he like started challenging other YouTubers to boxing matches? And like, he's never fought a real boxer, right? Not that I know of. Yeah, but he—he he also never I won didn't a match know who either, Logan right? Paul was. I didn't. No, he's won all his matches. Oh, has he? He hasn't lost. Oh no, is his brother? No, his brother count. hasn't won a match, right? Yeah, I don't think his brother has. Yeah. He's the primary. But anyway, the only reason why I knew who he was was because of that controversy he was walking through the Japanese suicide forest and they actually found someone hanging in the forest. Yeah, like, he showed the video him. on YouTube. That was how he became yeah. famous, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's how he got... There's nobody knew who he was before that. Yeah, he's from here, right? He's from Cleveland. It's yeah. yeah. Him and the Miz, which is so also is the Miz, yeah. Tag yeah. Teams. yeah. But then at the end, in true Miz fashion, he turned on him oh, and shit. fucking planted him in the middle of the ring. They're probably setting up like a second. The match Miz is a heel, him. right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. So Logan Paul's a heel in that situation too. Yeah. But he actually he didn't do bad. Like he actually wrestled and did moves, and he actually performed pretty well for being a celebrity, being the first time. I've heard a lot of people saying he's a better wrestler than he is a boxer. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. I thought he did a great job. A lot of people think his boxing matches are staged. <laughs> well, he proved he knows how to fight in a staged environment. Yeah. He did pretty well. Um. Anything else exciting happen at WrestleMania? Oh, there's tons. Uh, women's championship changed hands. Uh, let's see, local ball thing. Uh, Drew McIntyre cut two of the ropes with a claymore, like a real sword. Um, Cody Rhodes made his WWE debut. He Who's came that? from AWWE to WWE. Okay. Uh, Roman Reigns beat Brock Lesnar and unified the heavyweight titles. Stone Cold, Vince McMahon. I mean, there was a lot. Of, there was so much stuff that went on. And so much stuff. I hear Triple H isn't gonna be wrestling anymore. No, he retired. He had a he had a heart problem a few yeah. months ago and almost died from it. 
So he's like, he doesn't need to like, wrestle. Man. wrestle he's getting that sweet ass Stephanie McMahon poon. He's yeah. like the he's like the heir to the WWE fortune. He doesn't need to wrestle anymore. Yeah. How it's old not is that Vince? He don't need it. I Vince mean, has got to be like eighty years old, right? Yeah. Did you you see a picture of him with his shirt off? He's he looks jacked. good, man. He's jacked, dude. He is jacked. Jeez. He's always fit jacked. He always wore suits, but when he wrestled, he put in that tank top. You could tell he's fucking jacked. Yeah. He, he started out wrestling, WrestleMania. though. No, he never started out wrestling. He was never allowed to. His dad would never let him wrestle. He worked out with those guys. And oh, he always okay. wanted to. But the night of WrestleMania, the second night, he uh, he sent a, a video to Austin Theory, which is the kid that he was, uh, which he was mentoring. And he deadlifted, like, he squat a 1,000 pounds. Jeez. Like, up, down, like, a 1,000 pounds. He's like, there's no way. Like, Pat McAfee was talking about it on his, uh... Oh, that's our thing, Pat McAfee, he won. Oh, oh you, dude, you, you didn't get yeah, to see the seven, jackass. He's 76. Yeah. Yeah, he's an old man. The Johnny Knoxville match was amazing. Was it? Oh, it was great. Did you there see... There so many spots. Did you see the new he movie? Got, yeah, I did. Oh, I did. man. I did watch the movie. <laughs> lots of penises, though, this time. Which I thought was very weird. A lot of penises. They've been showing a lot of penis since the second one. This time was, like, excessive amount no. of penis. You've obviously n- never seen uh, Jackass 2.5. Or Jackass oh, 3.5. Yeah, I 3.5, <laughs> I think, has the record for most penises in a film that is non-pornographic. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot. Like, kids were losing. I let the kids watch it with me. It's crazy. Pontius drank pig cum. Oh, my God. And then they dumped Ugh. it on that dude's head. It was definitely <laughs> not pig cum. What do you think of the new guys, man? They're going to be the, the guys that, you know, carry the torch for the next generation of jackass. They're, they're okay. Yeah. I mean, they're not really – they're not – I mean, they did a few things. I like the one guy. I like Dark Shark. I like the one kid's oh, dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's hilarious, man. He's a former gang member, dude. That dude's yeah, hard. He fucking passes out and still has a fucking death grip on someone. Yeah. That was he a actually, good They actually got movie. involved in the match, too. It was great. Oh, yeah? Weed Man actually picked up Sami Zayn and body slammed him. But I mean, he held him in the air. For at least two or three count before body slamming him. Fucking Wee Man. The little guy. Wee Man's a tough dude, man. He held a grown man up. And oh, man, it was great. They had a table with a bunch of uh, mouse traps glued to it. They threw the one guy through. and Oh, it was great. It was a good match, man. It was fun. It was Um, very sports entertaining. So speaking of wrestling, though, have you heard what, what... Happened with uh, Sunny? Yes. Yeah, she uh, wrecked. She was drunk driving. Again? Wrecked car killed someone. Yeah. This is not her first rodeo with drunk driving. Oh, she's done, man. She's screwed. Yeah, fatal crash in Florida. Yes, dear. Sunny? Hi, Lauren. From wrestling? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Lauren's like, Who? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, she got she got busted. Uh, was it last week, right? Yeah. But That's like I sad. said, this is not her first time. She's had 
you know, issues with drinking and driving and substance abuse problems. And drugs. Yeah, yeah. drugs. She, and she does not yeah. look anywhere near what she used. You know, one time she was she hot. was the most searched and downloaded person on the internet. Yeah, she was hot. In like Google and Yahoo's infancy or Yahoo, I'm sorry. Yahoo's infancy. Like I remember that. Like that was her claim to fame. Like, I, I have some of the the old uh it was like the WWF Divas trading cards. I still have them in like one of my trading card books somewhere. Uh, yeah, she was in there, man. She, yeah, she was like the hottest one. She was smoking. She was hot. pretty face, nice body. Yeah, big boobs, but not like overly big. She she was. And just you know, wow, she's forty nine. Yeah, she she looks older than forty nine. All those drugs, man. Mhm. It's a shame because she was like she was good at what she did and she was good looking and yeah, drugs the wrong people just get you mixed up and that's it, man. You know, wrestling is it's a tough business to get into. Especially if you're in the WWE, dude, because they're on tour nonstop all year. I think, because uh, I, I met Jake the Snake Roberts and interviewed him once, and I think he told me that they are they do 350 matches a year or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they're rarely off. So you know, you you kind of have to, you know, you have to take the uppers. To keep you awake during the matches, you know, and then to to come down off of the the adrenaline rush afterwards, you gotta take the downers because you gotta get some sleep, you know, and then the amount of painkillers they they have to use because of what they put their bodies through, mm-hmm. you know, and so many of them get addicted to drugs, and a lot of them end up dying young from it too. There's some of them like Jake the Snake. I can't believe he's still alive. Or uh, Iron Sheik. Yeah, Jake the Snake. He um he is, he became a born again Christian to kind of stop the drugs and alcohol abuse and all that. And then yeah. do you remember when uh, he was he was in town in Cleveland? He was doing a match. He ended up doing a uh, interview on a uh, morning radio show in Cleveland, and he started talking about. Uh, his childhood. I think it was his sister was kidnapped and, and murdered or something like that. He was like getting into that and uh, he was sexually abused as a child and was getting into that. So one of the co-hosts on the show gave him a beer. Not knowing that he was sober. Drank the beer, ended up missing the match and going on an insane drinking and drug binge in Cleveland. <laughs> this is probably, I'd say Somewhere between ten and fifteen years ago, that this happened. Oh, I don't doubt it. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. It's like, cause like when you're younger, you're a kid, you look up to these guys. Yeah. But you don't realize, like, you know, there's a lot how rough like their demons are when they're off screen. Involved, man. And yeah, a lot of them do come from from fucked up childhoods too. You know, like I said, Jake the Snake is. I think it was his sister. I believe was was kidnapped and murdered. Um, let me look that up real quick. Yeah. It's it's yeah it's 
You gotta see to be a wrestler and get to that high. Like you have to eat, sleep, and drink wrestling, like for most of your life. You gotta, oh, yeah. you know, you have to have a certain it factor. You have to dedicate your entire life. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Once you reach WWE, once you reach that pinnacle, it's like you can't. It's hard coming down from there. Uh, let's see. No, it's gym, hard, hard wrestling in high school gyms and then going to arenas and having to go back down. Um, Jake the Snake's father was a wrestler named Grizzly Smith. Uh, in his documentary, The Resurrection of Jake Roberts, uh, he says that the only reason he was born at all was because his father raped a young woman. And by young, we mean she was 12 years old. Uh, Smith apparently only went after her because the woman he had been dating, Jake's grandmother, had passed out. So Smith decided to go into another room and be with somebody else. That somebody else was a criminally underage, and she wound up giving birth to Jake when she was barely a teenager. Mm. Uh, his grandmother also died of cancer when he was young. Uh, his stepfather was electrocuted to death. And he suffered constant abuse from his stepmother. Um, he had a sister whose name he didn't disclose. Uh, this sister was also a regular victim of Grizzly Smith. According to Jake, Smith had gotten her pregnant three times before turning 18, so it's no surprise she would try to escape that situation through any means necessary. Her solution was to run off with a 55-year-old man when she was just 18. And, uh, let's see. That in itself is usually a very bad idea, but how it ended took it from bad idea to pure tragedy. Uh, ap after his sister left, she had a child with this older man. Then his ex-wife showed up, kidnapped her, and killed her. And the courts could never prove a murder took place since they never found the body. Meaning the ex-wife only got 10 years in prison on the kidnapping charge. Then once released, she and her ex collected the money from Jake's sister's life insurance and ran off together. Yeah, That's crazy. <laughs> a lot of fucked up shit in his life. And that's just a little bit of Jake the Snake. Uh, you know, most of these wrestlers, they get into it, they're angry because of all the demons they have in their life. I've read about read about so many of these wrestlers that you know, were abused as children, and that's why they started getting into bodybuilding and the reason why they're so angry. Yeah. They felt like well, it was... Well, isn't about anger. It's about performance. Well, and, for them, yeah. it was a good way of taking their anger out without actually taking their anger out, you know? They're not yeah, actually like hurting these pretending. people. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. That's sad. Like, it's... Yeah, there are some that's really bad, you know. But then there's a lot... There's just that little kid that wanted to be a wrestler. Looked up to the favorite wrestler and... Yeah. Oh, yeah, not all of them are fucked in the head. Saved their prayers and ate their pride of his brother, and, uh... They made it, you know? Um, so... We, we touched on this a little bit last week. 
Um, have you heard about this uh, this thing going on in Florida? This uh, don't say gay bill. I I've heard of it. I don't understand it. And I don't get it. It's a difficult thing to understand, and they yeah. did that on purpose. Like, why is this even a thing? Is like that's what I mean uh, by I understand. I, I'm just saying I don't understand why it's a thing. Basically. The fucking swamp people that somehow got elected to the state legislature down there in Florida have it in their mind that, you know, teachers are the enemy. They're trying to indoctrinate your children with liberal beliefs. They're trying to groom your children for child sex traffickers. And, you know, basically the law states that you can't educate kindergarten through third graders about anything sex-related whatsoever. So human sexuality out the window in terms of you know dating, romantic relationships, shit like that. <clears throat> can't talk about heterosexual so or homosexual. You can't have a book report on my two dads. Yeah, like basically. You know, you can't, you know, as a, a second grader, you know, little Jimmy can't get up and ask the teacher, you know, say, uh, why is it that I have a mom and a dad and little Timmy has uh, two dads? The teacher just kind of has to say, eh, I don't know. That's you know, why I don't this is a about, time, like, this is a time in their lives where you should, you know, explain it to them on their level. We're not saying, well, you know, sometimes two dudes like fucking each other in the ass and, uh, you know, that's how it is, you know? Like, we're not, we're not saying that, but explain, like, you know, some men like other men, some men like women. Some, some men like women with penises. Yeah. But you're not allowed to say that. I'm not saying say that, but, you know, just explain. Like, put it it on their level. And you don't have to go into great detail about it. Just say, hey, sometimes a a man loves a woman. Sometimes a man loves another man. Both of them are normal. It's all part of preference. When they're kids. They won't grow up to be bigots. (laughs) Exactly. And do you really, people that are gay grew up with nothing but straightness in their life. They came from a mom and dad, so and they lived in a straight house. For they, most of recorded history, we've been told that's bad. Yeah. So they have to hide who they are. A lot of them don't come out until well into adulthood. And that's worse. Yeah. That's like all you're doing is you're you're putting a cap on something that shouldn't have a cap on it. Yeah. You should if you get it out of the way when your kindergartners, when their mind is fresh, and you get that bigotry out of their head, then when they get older, it's exactly. like so, like, and, what do you mean? Like, you know, why are you say those two guys kissing? That's fine. What do you, you know? We definitely shouldn't have sex education in elementary school. No one's saying. Yeah, I'm not saying. Let's that, teach them yeah. about penises and vaginas and butt sex and blowjobs. Nobody's saying that. Nobody wants that. What we're saying is the people over at Nambla do that. You know, we should normalize teaching well, children about things that are normal. And teach them that they are normal. 
Yeah, it's it's it should be you called know, like, love education. What and, it should be called. You know, eventually, you know, 30, 40, 50 years from now, you know, there's there's not going to be any more of this, uh, you know, assuming genders. I think, you know, with the gender spectrum as it is right now, you know, 50 years from now, you're going to, you know, easily be able to pick out someone who's gender fluid or non-binary and know their pronouns. The, the same way that I look at you and know you're a, a male or the way I look at my wife and know that she's a female, you know, that's going to be normalized to that point in 50 years. Yeah, you I don't know, think our it's even going to matter, kids, though. Our, our grandkids are going to be well-versed in that in their adulthood. They're going to know. See, I think it, it'll be, it won't be that. I think it just won't be an issue. Like right now, it's an issue no, because, because they a, make it an issue. And it's you new. know what I mean? It's new to it's, an extent. Exactly, I mean, it's new and confusing. You know, uh, that, that's why I liked having Crash on here the, the few weeks that they were on, um, mm-hmm. because you know, like like you and I have, have discussed it before. Like, and we didn't we didn't really get it. I still don't get it as much as I probably should. You know, I I hate saying the the term woke. Because it's used as an insult now, but I'm—I I feel like I'm in tune with society's changes. I—I've all, you know, as much as I hate change, I—I I embrace things that I know are changing and never going to go back. You know, so uh, something that that I didn't even really think about until this week. You know, the people that are really angry about the whole gender thing grew up with that, anyways. We grew up with that in the '80s and didn't really think anything of it. Yeah. You know, look at like all these hair Prince. bands. Twisted Sister. They dress straight up like women. You know, the lead singer of Dead Dead or Alive, the band that did You Spin Me right around like a record, you know? Yeah. That dude's actually transgendered now. Um Boy George. Mm-hmm. Uh Annie Lennox from the Eurythmics, dressed like a dude. You know, we called it gender bending back then. Yeah, but you know, you, you look back now, you you're like, okay, <clears throat> boy George sometimes dresses more masculine. Still to this day, sometimes dresses more masculine. Sometimes he dresses more feminine. You know, I would say that he could possibly be non-binary, or you know, you have uh, David Bowie was another one that that yeah, dressed Bowie. both male, masculine, and feminine. Uh, you know, yeah. you say, well, you know, David Bowie might 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 have been uh, gender fluid. You know, this is just something that didn't have a name back then. And for the older people that are so against it, it was part of their culture. It just wasn't called what it's called now. It was See, gender think- bending or, you know, glam or, or whatever, you know. Yeah, but see, back then there wasn't a whole spectrum, and it was just you're a g- gender bender or transvestite, and they just left it at that. Yeah. It's this, it's the demand for labels that's really fucking with people. It, if you would just be like, yeah, whatever, call me whatever, and it would just go. That's why I say it's not going to be that people are going to be aware of the spectrum. It's just not going to be an issue. No one's going to look at someone and cares. If they're, they identify as a boy, but or what a girl. I'm saying though is like that's with, what's gonna happen. Even, like nowadays, sometimes you have to be told, like you know, 
call me they them or, or whatever. Yeah. But I, I feel like in fifty years you're not even gonna be you're, you're not gonna have to tell anybody. Because it's not gonna is. matter. They're, they're maybe, not gonna yeah, be treated. I mean, or maybe fifty years from now we're not gonna use masculine and feminine pronouns anymore. Everyone's just gonna be they them. Who knows? Yeah, and it's not gonna be pink is language, for girls and blue is for boys. I mean, language changes too. I mean. Yeah. I mean, 170 years ago, you know, in, <laughs> in, instead of saying 47 years ago, or uh, no, excuse me, 87 years ago, uh, you know, Abraham Lincoln said four score and seven years ago. Now we would say 87 years ago. Language yeah, changes. And, you know... Uh, Shakespeare is another one is an example of that. You know, mm-hmm. nobody's talking like, like Shakespeare. I think these some of these kids that go on TikTok and all that and use Xeno pronouns, I think that's really like halting the progress. What pronouns? Z, you know what Xeno pronouns are? No. Like where it's like oh, Z, I identify Z's, as like Z like Demon girl, demon them, oh. and stuff like that. Like, what? A whole bunch of weird shit. I've never heard of that. Oh, yeah, Xeno pronouns are nuts. Like, they'll get on, I've like, heard of, Z, like, them, Zazer, and shit like that. Like, it's really off the charts. Yeah, like, I've heard gender fluid people with Zzer. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anybody that's. And they have, fluid. like, like fairy. I, I identify as a fairy, so fairy, fairy Zs or fairy them, or shit like that. Like that really, it's it's the, it's not the general chunk. Like there's always like there's people that are on one side, people on the other side. Then there's that big average in the middle. That big average in the middle, is pretty normal. Like like crash. Like I I think they fall in that general middle, where it's like they they choose to be, like. They themselves and they present them as themselves, yeah. and they'll correct you, but they won't make it a huge fucking issue where they're trying to cancel you and they put eighty tweets out about you. See, you know what I mean? And what I like, like about Crash if, too. If you would is... accidentally call Crash, if you would say, "Oh, this is my friend Crash. She's an artist," and she'll be like, or they'll be like, "No, I, I actually identify as they them," but they would do it in private well, and not like call it out. What, what I out like about it. Crash is how subtly they. Uh correct things like you know last week we were we were discussing uh exactly what what exactly i'm agreeing with you oh well last week we were we were discussing the uh transgendered swimmer that was causing oh yeah Um, yeah i heard that part yeah and i did a rare slip up and i said transgenders and crash corrected me just real subtly, just said transgender people. And I was like, oh yeah, that's what that's what I meant, transgender people. It's just a rare slip up, you know. But it yes, was real subtle. When it's, you know, real subtle. When it's dealt with class like that, yeah, that is how it becomes more acceptable. Yeah. Not, oh my God, you're a bigot. You're an enemy to my community. You're you're transphobic because you pronounce something wrong or say something wrong. Well, okay, so I know somebody that is a a transgendered male, uh, born female, now male. And he was at a restaurant, this was probably 12, 13 years ago, at a restaurant with his girlfriend. At the time, he had just started taking hormones. And if you met him then, you'd be like, well, that's a woman. 
with a squeaky voice. Like, she's going through puberty. <laughs> it's weird. Um, so they were at a restaurant, and uh, uh, the waitress took the girlfriend's order and then looked at him and said, and what can I get for you, ma'am? And he flew off the handle about it, just started screaming at the waitress, asked for the manager, started screaming at the manager, and then like went on YouTube and Facebook and, and all that and was posting videos, ranting about this. It's like you you want progress, but that's not really the way to go about it. You know, this yeah. you know, even at that time, we're talking thir- 12, 13 years ago, something like this was still kind of new for most people. It hadn't really oh, yeah. picked up, you know, the the mainstream progress that it has has gone through in the last 10 years. You know, transgendered people have gone through a massive mainstream acceptance in the last decade. It's just incredible how far it's come as far as is being accepted by people. So back then it was still kind of new and I mean if you look female you should, you know you, you kind of have to expect that just politely correct them and, and move on. This is someone that you may never even see again in your life. Why does it fucking matter? You know just correct yeah, them like- and you know that's it. Move on. You know how many times when I call places, they think I'm a woman? They say, ma'am. I'm like, no, I'm a dude. But <laughs> I don't flap the handle. I'm used to it. I know yeah. my voice is not. Yeah. Uh, but it, but... It's, that, it's that class and the way you carry yourself that makes real change. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's a like I said, it's that, that middle chunk, that middle average chunk that is going to carry everyone, that's going to take care of these opposite ends of the spectrums, yeah. the radicals and unradicals. That big chunk is what's going to help everyone out. Not flying off the handle or not sitting there like a church watch being quiet about it either. Yeah. That's the other end. Now, the, but like I said, like, they, they have such class, like Crash has such class about it. Yeah. That's that's the thing you respect. That's how you earn the respect and that's how you earn the acceptance. And that's, you know, that that's 100% correct. Um, you know, if you're an asshole to somebody, they're going to be an asshole back, you know? They're going to purposely call you by the wrong pronouns. But also, like, even even back then, I wouldn't call people, you know, if I, you know, if I was working in the service industry, I wouldn't call people sir or ma'am. Because uh, you, just, you just don't know. Like, some people might even get offended by that. Like, I'm 40 years old, and I don't want somebody to call me sir. Makes me feel old. And I don't want to feel, I don't want to feel my age. Sorry. Uh, I, I feel like we've gotten to a point where sir and ma'am are just disrespectful anyways. I don't think it's disrespectful. It, it, if if you continue doing it, then yes. If you no, continue badgering someone... In general. It makes you feel older. You like being called sir? I, I don't mind it because I've worked in the service industry and I know that's what they expect you to do. So I know it's just what is, what's expected. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, thank you, sir. Sorry, sir. No problem, sir. I'll, we'll be there for you, sir. And you know, what? so that don't bother me because I know that's what the managers say. You need to say, sir. I know that's what they're expected to say. Why is like, it that you go women... to Chick Fil A? Like Chick Fil A, I don't like being told my pleasure. I think it's weird. You shouldn't be pleasuring me. Just make my food. But I know that they have to say it because that's that's their thing. You know. And what what's weird for me too is. Like women in the service industry, 
can get away with saying honey and sweetie and stuff like that to dudes. But if I did it, it'd be toxic masculinity. I have 100%. a bad habit of saying dear. So I I have a bad habit of saying dear. Let me help you, dear. What's wrong, dear? I, I have a bad habit of doing that. Yeah, you do. See, I uh, uh, <laughs> um, so she gets on. She's like, why'd you say that to her like that? I'm like, but I do. It's, I used it's to, like a comforting word. I used to call everyone doll face. All women, oh, women, I should say. I used to call them all mm-hmm. doll face. Can't do that anymore. I had to no. completely change. No, you are Sammy Davis Jr. What you call people dollface for? That's a really outdated word. That was my thing. Hey, uh, dollface. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I did actually steal that from Frank Sinatra. But um, yeah. it, this this drive-through right by my house I go to all the time. There's this cute redhead there. Always calls me honey. And I'm like, does this chick want me? But a server at a restaurant, female server, can get away with that, or a bartender, because if it's a dude, you're calling him honey or sweetie or something like that, he's going to think you want him, so he's going to leave a bigger tip. And that's just, that just plays our hubris, man. That's, that's the thing. It's, well, that's why not, female that's bartenders do so, so well popular. when they're flirty and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Because they know it, it means more tips. I was just, I think I was talking more about this the other day about how, like, some guys actually fall for that. And they think oh, yeah. that they're being nice because they really want me. Like, I, I don't assume anyone wants me. I assume I'm unwantable. Well, look at all the dudes that go to strip clubs thinking they're going to bring the girls home. I think that's what we're talking about. Like, how, like, if I went to a strip club, like, I wouldn't. Like, one, because I, I know their tricks and stuff from when my mom worked at a strip club as a bartender, not a performer. <laughs> but, like, talking to those girls and hanging out with them, like, and, like, seeing, like, their stuff, like, like why they do it and all that. Like, not that I, I, I feel bad for strippers, but I just, I know it's a performance. I know it's fake. Yeah. You and, know? But some of them do go home with dudes, but you got to pay them. Yeah, and I'm not going to do that. I'd rather save my money for a Chinese buffet the next morning. Eat away my hangover. I'm just waiting for Lauren to call you out again. Yeah. I, I <laughs> except for, like, going to my mom's. Like, I've never really been to too many strip clubs. A couple down in Key West, and that was about it. And that's only because what my buddy Justin What strip club did your mom work at? The one in Lordstown. Oh, Lordstown Lounge. Yeah. 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 Not not a very reputable place. Yeah, it was no. it was the early day skippers. Yeah, and then everyone afterwards would go to skippers. And I even went to skippers a few times. Oh, that place is like trash. with a couple of girls and like and with my stepdad a couple of times. And it was just like like there were attractive girls, but nothing that I wanted to throw my life away and nothing I was going to spend like money on. You know, nothing you would have gone home with. No, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't try. I mean, if I was offered and I was single at the time, like, yeah, why not, you know? But nothing I would actually make an effort with, stalk, and be like, oh, baby, let me take you away from this. Let me me change your life. You know, because they don't, they're not nice to you because they want you. They're nice to you because they want your money. Yeah. That's why prostitution should be legal, because at least that's 100% honest. I've been saying it for years. We just talked about that a few weeks ago. Like, yeah. Yeah, like that's why, because 
it's honest. Like all all other sex trade besides prostitution is a mind fuck and they play around like they like you, but only was money. And all you wanna do is nail them. Yep. Prostitute will at least say, Okay, you wanna nail me? Hundred bucks, let's go. You know? Yeah. It's a simple transaction and it's done. Yep. Uh so you got any big summer plans this year? I'm ready for some summer plans. Yeah, we got uh, we got well, we're gonna do the Watermere again. Okay. We're do season pass the Watermere. Um, going up to Lake Erie where Lauren's dad lives up there for a while. Yeah. Might actually do a week up there, a few days or something. Um. Other than that, that's it. I mean, I was thinking about doing a Cedar Point trip with the boys, but it all depends on how money falls and how everything works out. Yeah. Well, you know, I was thinking about uh taking the kids to King's Island. I haven't been the Pittsburgh to Pittsburgh place? Huh? Is that the Pittsburgh one? No, that that's the one in Cincy. Oh, Cincy, okay. Yeah, I you know, I haven't been to an amusement park in years. Um and my kids aren't big on riding rides. Like when they go to fairs and festivals and stuff, they're not big on riding rides. But King's Island, like they have a lot of shows. Uh, they, they have the kids park that has the family friendly rides, uh, and then they have a huge water park there. I think the kids would probably enjoy I, that more than any other theme park. I, you know what? You might want to do a Watermere trip with this one because Watermere has all that. It has the water park, has has a few small roller coasters, has small rides, has a couple like thrilling fair rides. And like you pay, you you get a wristband, and you ride all the rides unlimited. Yeah. And then you also do like another like ten or fifteen bucks, and you get the water park also, which is all open. Well, see, Kings Island, it's all included. Like, there's no extra thing for the water park. Yeah, it's but if included. you do the math on it, like, Watermere costs. I think like, Lauren, how much is Watermere just for the rides? Lauren, how much is Watermere just for the rides? What? Waldemere for the rides. What about it? How much? For a season pass? No, just a day. I don't know. I don't know daily. It was like twenty bucks, I think, right? No, it's more than that. It's more than twenty bucks, thirty bucks probably. It's like forty. Forty, so forty bucks for the rides, and then an extra ten or fifteen for the water park. Yeah, see, in Kings Island, it's forty-five for a day, for yeah. everything. Well, like, let's say you're not going to ride any rides. You can totally walk in there. Yeah, it's free to walk in if you're not going to ride any rides. Yeah. So, like, say, like, like your dad wanted to go, you wouldn't pay anything to get in. You just walk around with him. You know. So, I mean, it, it, it's a good bet. I think Waldemir is a good bet because we got the small kids, you know. Yeah. But they don't have, like, all the shows either, though. Like. No, yeah, they don't really have yeah, shows. Yeah, Kings Island has, like, all the. They, they have, like, the Hanna Barbera park inside there it's really cool and then, like they still have all the the cool like shows from uh from the movies from when they were owned by paramount oh yeah yeah like the like they had this really cool like it, it was like a vr uh days of thunder remember that movie days of thunder where you're like oh the in, 4d one yeah yeah dude it was so fucking cool where you're like actually in the race car going around around the track and shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude, it was really cool. I remember years ago when I was a kid in Florida, we went to Epcot. 
and I went and saw the Michael Jackson, was it Captain Neo, I think it's called? Yeah. Captain Neo, the 4D experience, and that was, holy cow. I remember that oh, freaking me dude, out when I was a kid. Yeah, Waldemir, uh, unlimited use of both parks, anyone over 48 inches, it's forty-seven twenty-five. So it's comparable in yeah. price to, to King's Island. Yeah. But I and think it's a like, lot smaller park, too. It's yeah, like, see, that's the thing. I want to go to a bigger park. We're thinking about doing, like, maybe two days or something. Um, but I think the kids would enjoy the shows more than anything. And then the water yeah. park. I'm, you know, I haven't, writ, I haven't rode any rides in God knows how long. But I do like some of the shows they have at the theme Don't park. ride any wooden roller coasters. Oh, I love wooden the, roller coasters. Dude, I love the up, wooden man. roller coasters. But I don't know see, if I, I like can handle ones. it at 40 years old. Uh, uh, oh, my God. Well, see, because I'm tall, so I, it's like I scrunch in there a little more. My knees are always hitting as it is. Yeah. And then, like, your hip bones, and it rattles you. Ugh. You get more of a headache than anything when you ride a wooden roller coaster. That's yeah. why I like metal roller coasters, like the Raptor, shit like that. Like, see your point where it has the harness. It's smooth, Yeah, I always like the wooden coasters because... Like they they didn't they didn't go uh, as fast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'd rather like, go fast and smooth than uh, rough and medium. Yeah, see, I I like the slower ones. You know, the the hill, like the the first hill, is what gets me. Oh yeah, it's the best um, part. That's that's what I always hated going up the first hill because I don't do heights. You know, everything after that was fine, but like the the. You know, newer steel coasters. It just seemed like the the hill just takes forever to get to the top. I remember I the first that. time I ever rode a roller coaster was the was the double loop at Geauga Lake. My cousin Tommy made me go. And he was like, and I remember going up that that hill. It seemed like I was going up the hill for like an hour. It's scary because I don't do heights either. Yeah. But if I'm in a ride and I know I'm secure, fuck it, I'll do it. You know? Oh no, there was that that kid in Orlando that just died. Did you see that? Yeah, the ride he was on, face down drop. It's like and either the it wasn't drop. secured right, yeah, or he wasn't, or he was too big for it, and they just let him go anyways. Yeah, he was too big for it, and like the uh, harn, the harness was still strapped together, which is really fucking weird. But it's just a shoulder harness, like there's no yeah. thing underneath securing you. So you like that shoulder harness fails, you're fucked. Yeah. He was a big like dude, most of the time man. I ride something like that. There's always like a seatbelt underneath because they have yeah. one of those at Waldemar. You go up in the tower, it's like yeah, demon that, drop. The most but there's a harness is, is demon drop at Cedar Point. Yeah, and then there's a there's a buckle that comes up to make sure it's like yeah. a fail safe just in case. I don't know why the thing didn't have a buckle like that. The only one I've ever been on like that was the Tower of Terror at Magic Kingdom, and they have uh like it's all it's it's a full harness thing that goes over your whole body. And yeah. securely straps you in, but what's weird is that particular ride, it's made by the like all of them are made by the same company. It's just some of them are newer, some of them are older, and so the safety yeah. measures are a little bit different on them. But they're all made by the same company. They just it's the same ride. They just give it a, a different name at each park. Yeah. Well, this was like a traveling carnival, though, wasn't it? No, this is. There's a, a dude. In Orlando, there is just a shitload of these small amusement parks all over the city. So it was like one of these small amusement parks. Wow. 
Yeah, it's weird. It was, it's just, it was a face-down one, too, which I think... Was it? Which I think is really... I don't think I'd ride the face-down one. Like, the one where you're going down, like, you're, you're, you're in a seat. So you know you're not going to go anywhere. You're holding on. W- worst case scenario, I think, pops. You're at least holding on to it, and you're going to, mm. you know, plop back down. But face-down? Yeah. yeah, that's just... That's an accident waiting to happen, and they just... Sad thing that I would suck. I couldn't imagine doing that. Yeah, this was at Icon Park, which is right on uh, International Drive. Like, that ride, you could see it from uh, from Interstate 4 going through Orlando. Like, near, it's oh, near yeah. near Universal. Yeah, you like, it's, it's a big fucking ride. But yeah, Icon Park. That's crazy. There was cell phone footage capturing his fall. Damn. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I saw it. I saw him uh, plopping. Yeah. yeah, I didn't see it. But his parents plan on just suing everybody, which is good. I mean. Oh, yeah. Because he was denied every every ride at that park. And then this one finally said, yeah, hey, you can go. See, the thing that sucks about that is. If that was a big kid, he, he shouldn't have. He was huge. Like, I thought my 14-year-old was ride. a big boy. Yeah, like, that was a big kid. He's, he should never been on that ride. My, my son is, uh, he's 6'3", uh, yeah, he 280 is. pounds. And he's this, bigger than me. Yeah, this kid was 6'8", and yeah. like 340 pounds or something like that. Insane. He was way too tall. He was way... See, when you're that big, you just got to be like, hey, I can't do these things. Like, I yeah. want to do these things. It's hard for you to tell your kid that you can't do these things. And it's, it's like when you're too small. You have to. Like one yeah, of, when you're too Exactly. One of my best friends Poor Addie wanted to ride up, roller coasters like crazy last year. One of my and, best friends growing up, yeah. uh, you know, he's still short. He, but he was always little for his age. Uh, I think he might, he might be like only 5'2 or 5'3 as a full-grown adult. Like, he's a little dude. Um, but like when we were kids, we'd go to like carnivals and like amusement parks and shit with our parents and he couldn't ride it all, all the stuff. And I was tall for my age, you know, until I stopped growing in sixth grade. Uh, I was always tall for my age. So I was going on rides that, you know, even if he was at the correct height for his age, he still wouldn't have been able to get on, you know, because I was like eight, nine, ten years old going on full grown adult rides because I was just tall enough. And this dude was, was little, so he couldn't go on all the same rides I was going on. So it's kind of the same thing as being too big for a ride. Yeah. It, not everything is going to be inclusive to people that are on the opposite ends of the spectrum or too small or way too big. Yeah. You just got to, you know, you just got to be like, hey, I'm too big for that shit, you know? You know and s- uh, somebody was saying that, you know, these amusement parks should take <coughs> take all these rides and retrofit them to where the uh you know the safety mechanisms are adjustable as far as size goes like you could adjust it to give you more room if you're a bigger person and some of them are somewhat adjustable but you're never going to make something perfectly safe and adjustable at the same time 
It's just and you gotta look at it from the amusement park side too. And retrofitting all I... the rides, Jesus Christ, that would yeah. take forever. For like one one abnormally large person out of the hundreds of thousands that come. Yeah, and ninety nine percent of people know when they're either too big or too small for a ride. Exactly. You know. If you're gonna be that big, you just can't ride that ride, you know? It sucks. You let it go. You no, know, it sucks. It really does. Um, but why would you take someone that big to an amusement park? That's not like they're, you know. But then you're like, oh, I want to have a normal childhood. Well, they're not a normal child. I mean, maybe he thought there was a ride or two he could get on. I don't know. I don't know. I, maybe he went last year and was able to ride those rides with no problem. I don't know. I mean, it was a freak. It was a freak tragic accident. I do. Yeah. I feel for him because that, you know. And yeah, I, I hope they do sue because that ride shouldn't have let him on. It's completely Icon Park Park's fault. Yeah. And, um, or the ride failed, or the ride sh- he, he could have been on where the ride failed. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I know they're planning on, on suing the park and the manufacturer of the ride, which... Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think... No matter right. what, though, no amount of money you get from that whatever bring like a child bring a kid back, back, you'll yeah. never... No. Yeah, but uh, somebody has to pay for it. See, I, sometimes I'm just like, accents are accents. It's... Accents are accents. This wasn't anything done intentionally. I don't think they knew it was going to happen. I don't think it was supposed to happen. It's a freak accident. Freak yeah. accident. Yep. All right. Well, it is time to wrap things up. <clears throat> on a high note. <laughs> Child death in the park. Wrap it up on a high note. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, in case you didn't know, you could listen on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Uh, you can email the show at any time. It's planetchaosradio at gmail.com. Instagram and YouTube, it's at planetchaosradio. Twitter is at planetchaos underscore. <clears throat> you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. It is at Brandon underscore chaos. Tumblr is at Brandon Chaos, all one word. TikTok is at official Brandon Chaos. And make sure you check out our website. A uh, bunch of merch was just added this week. We've got some uh, the the new stuff that I'm really excited about, the Let's Go Brandon stuff. <laughs> they gave me the perfect marketing scheme, dude. I had to I had to run with it. What I'm yeah. hoping is I'm hoping I could convince a bunch of dumbass hillbillies to buy the shirt that says Let's Go Brandon and advertise my website. It's planetchaosradio.com. You can get the new merch there. There's some new Chaos Beach stuff up. We're going to have some more stuff coming in the next couple of weeks as well. Do you have anything to contribute, Ed? Uh, let's see. What we got going on this week? Uh, baseball starting up. Baseball's going on. Cavs in the playoffs, apparently. Hopefully we watch Cavs in the playoffs. Yeah. Spring, hopefully weather comes up. That's, that's that's all I got. You still streaming? Uh, rarely. I rarely, I don't really play as much as I used to. Yeah, man, I haven't really I haven't even touched my Xbox since COVID lockdown stopped. I have no reason to. Yeah. Well, you still have a 360, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you gotta get a like, one. I can't you even. Upgrade. I can't even do live on there anymore. Yeah, they're shutting that down. Yeah. I, I mean, I was only playing GTA on there anyways, so 
Not a big deal. All right. Well, we will see you guys again next week. Goodbye. Recording stopped.